<laughs> What's up, everybody? It is another episode of Trifling But True. True. Yeah. See, look, we done missed it. Look, we just start no people. It's your girl, going. Jade. Go it's down the fucking line. Hey, it's your girl, Lori. <laughs> and we are back. Trifling But True. Yes. This is crazy. It's episode what? Episode eight, and we have a special okay. fucking guest. A special Oh, guest. my gosh. Y'all been asking. Y'all, yeah, yes. y'all been asking. You shall receive. <laughs> Champion, Ooh. Ooh. businessman, yes. and our friend, a that father is, too. Let me not forget that. Yes, number one. Ooh. Welcome, gang. All right, so we got some icebreakers. Yeah, I guess I guess we can. Well, I guess we should get into. Hey, let's talk about what we drinking right now. Okay, or we could or we could just do that. I'm sorry. So, we got these cups, y'all. He represents, he got Hennessy in his cup, though. That is not true. What you got in your cup? This is a a coffee slash tea mug. I have tea in my cup. Oh, you have tea today. Tea at 9.30? Just tea. Right. I got the bread. I'm an early person, so maybe like 10 o'clock at night. I'm done. So oh, yeah? This is my nightcap right here. Oh, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> the last. Yes. All right, but yeah, let's, let's jump right <laughs> into it. Um, we have some true tea for today. Um, oh, do you want to do the icebreakers first or the true tea first? I think we should do true tea and then the icebreaker and then the top. Go ahead. We can do it that way. <laughs> All right, so um, I don't know if y'all have seen it, but it's basically something going around in the media about um, male birth control. Have y'all seen that? It's like Uh-oh. a topic, another topic. Hey, so I'm taking pills. Yeah, or is so it, like a shot? it is it's <laughs> actually an oral pill. So it's like women's birth control. Okay. Um, they don't did say, yeah, they did say it's not going to be hitting the stores anytime soon, but. It is in production, so niggas, y'all better get it together. Look, I'm, I'm, hey. I'm gonna have my man take it. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want your, you want your, your, your man to be a guinea pig? Yeah. But you know what? So, but I here's, feel the, like... here's the deal. But I feel like you know when I was in high school or whatever, you know I played high school football or whatever, and we talked about creatine. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like creatine. Everybody like, you gotta take the creatine. You gotta yeah. take the creatine, but. Like, this is a new thing on the market. Like, well, I need to know at least. Give me two, three Does that reduce years. your sperm count? Is that, is that? No, is that it wasn't do? one of those deals. It's just like, you don't know the, what's the, oh, the side effects. Oh, So then it's kind of like, you're going to send your man off to be one of the first to be like, oh, well, no, that shit don't work. So, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, they actually, so they did a trial um, and the side effects are the same as women. So I'm just throw that out there because okay. we go through the nice. same shit. Mm-hmm. Side effects. Oh, okay. We have, um, swings, we get acne, mood swings, weight gain. All mm. that shit, and so Take men would right have out. the same side effects. Yeah, so I don't want to hear no complaints. You know, so, <laughs> we do, but we do have vasectomies. You, you, you know that, right? I mean, but what if but you want to have kids yeah, one day? Well, you yeah. just don't want to have kids right now. It's reversible, right? This, I don't think. I mean, vasectomy. Oh, vasectomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think, right? You turn the light on when you want. Nurse, come on, nurse. I'm trying to see. Um, but no, vasectomies, depending on how they clip you, it may not be reversible. But I feel like this birth control is a setup because think about it. When women take birth control, we only stop in one egg. Y'all got to stop millions Multiple sperm. of sperm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a setup. Bitches still going to get pregnant? Yep. It's a setup. So I don't hey. know. I don't know if I want yeah. that. Um, it did say that the blood samples from the, tri- the trial that they did do uh, suggest that the pills suppress two hormones required for sperm production. So it is effective. 
That's just rude. See, I don't, mm, I don't know if I want my man playing with his firm account like that. Then he starts shooting blank later down the line. Right. And now know. you can't have kids. But no, you said you want your man to take it. You know what? <laughs> you change your mind? Nah, nah. I mean, shit. You right. I don't want to take that shit. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. In the mood, I'm in the state that I'm in. Right now, I say that. But later on down the line, I'll be like, oh, nah, yeah, I don't know. I might want a little one. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. fucking shoot the club up, huh? Shoot the club. Nah, I didn't shoot the club up. I just didn't want that shit affecting my body. It actually fucked me up. That's actually, yeah. yeah. I, stopped I, stopped taking, I stopped taking it, it too. Yeah. The side effects are terrible. Niggas gonna be out here moody, PMS and shit. Yeah. <laughs> already. Shit, we, we already, already got to deal with We already got to deal with them regular. Shit. Not with moody, huh? I got cramps. Leave me alone. Right. <laughs> Because that's exactly how we need to. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get back to our guests. So let's start off. Uh, tell the people where you're from. What side of yes. Chicago are you from? Okay, I'm from the south side of Chicago. Hey! Yeah. Gang, 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 gang. South side. All right, you ready for these icebreakers? Y'all ready? Because y'all going to actually get into this too. But oh, yes. I'm I ain't even hearing icebreakers, so. Okay. Oh, well, hey. I don't think I heard all of them. I okay. heard some. <laughs> So we do have um, listeners that are outside of Chicago. So um, those for that dope that live outside of Chicago, um, just a little background. So it's always kind of a competition in Chicago between mm-hmm. what it's it's all sides, but it's really west and south sides. Those are the only mm-hmm. sides that matter. Shout to my north siders. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always competition, whether it's about. Um, food, clothes, neighborhood, level of ratchetness, crime, damaged crime. Everything is a competition. So, the major question is, in your opinion, yeah. what's better, Harold's or Uncle Dennis? I'm biased. Come on, now. No, you gotta pick one. You can't be biased. Of course, I'm gonna pick one. I mean, I'm biased. Of okay. course, okay, no chicken. Cool. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Give me extra mouth sauce on mine. Yes. Right. A little bit of pepper. Lemon pepper. No, yes. no, leave the lemon pepper. Just give me straight pepper. Oh, no, it's good. I'm, okay. I'm good okay. with that. Okay, you different. Yeah, definitely. Okay, you different or whatever. I'm different. All right. Oh, wait. We get to choose, too? Yeah, y'all can choose. Well, I was going to say Harold's. Well, you know I'm going to say Harold's. I remember I'm when my ex tried to put me on an oak room. So I was like, what the fuck is this? I had it once. I was You know, just to be you know honest, Uncle Reem is not a short second. It's close, mm-hmm. but it, but it's not. Mm-hmm. The, the sauce is a little bit too too sweet, mm-hmm. you know. And Harold just got that south side flavor, right. south just side. That, so, yeah, you know, right you know how that goes. So. Yeah, all right. We, one for one for Harold. One for Harold. One point for Harold. Four for Harold, actually. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you don't need to hit the chicken ass. Order a small cat. Small cat all day. Small cat all day. Yes. Right. Get you one. Small catfish for those that don't know. Oh yeah, we ain't talking about real cats. Okay, another question, another question. So, obviously, you're an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, former you a, athlete. Former athlete. You, you were athlete. I mean, you're still athlete. Okay, you know? okay. Right. Athlete. all right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, are you a Cubs or a Sox fan? Because you just said Southside, so. Yes, I'm a Southside representative all day okay. long. Okay. But when it comes to baseball, I'm a Cubs fan. Oh. That's, that's, that's strong. I get it. I get it. I get it. I mean, it is Cubs. Telling my story, yeah. like I was telling one of my Trailer boys, shout out to MG. Uh, <laughs> I was saying that my grandmother and my grandfather babysit me in the summertime and mm-hmm. when around noon, one o'clock in, in the in the afternoon, mm-hmm. Cubs won. You got Harry Carey, Steve Stone, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Then you have the, the greats like Andre Dawson, Mark Grace, 
Okay. Ryan Sandberg. I can go down the line. School the people. Cause you know, right. This is, this, this is probably ancient history. Like, you know what I mean? I, I feel like I'm a little older than you guys. So, but definitely, you got Rich Sutcliffe. You got pictures yeah. Greg Maddox. The young Greg Maddox. I can go all day long. But yeah, it's definitely. But definitely one of those where you know, where in the summertime we're out. Well, I come from a family where you couldn't leave out the house till twelve, mm. but then the cuffs come on, so I got caught up in the you know so you the shuffle, stay home the all shuffle. Right. Like, should I go outside <laughs> or right. should I watch the cubs? And you know, sometimes outside will win, sometimes the cubs will win. Uh-huh. So, but at the same time, you know, definitely it was a great experience, and to this day, I'm still a cubs fan. Okay, okay. that's all. I don't, I don't watch baseball. Really. I'm gonna go Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Baseball is kind of boring, honestly. Unless you're there, unless you're there. The and and what makes it yeah. the most disturbing to me is it doesn't have a clock. Mm, Does it make sense? Innings, yeah. it oh, make sense? that's why that should be long as hell. Yeah, because don't have a clock. The game turns fun when you go there. Yeah. 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 On TV? Oh, never. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. It's I, so much, it's so much life going up, on. It's the long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Um, all right, another question. So if you meet somebody for the first time and they're and they say they're from Chicago, what's the first thing that comes to mind? What part of town you from? Yes, gang, yeah. gang. I feel like that's kind of what everybody want to know. Like, it's what like from where? Because right. yeah. yeah. that's how you know what type of person you is. Like, yeah. you, uh, I think. I judge the fuck yes. Okay. Because okay. West Side people and South Side people are totally, totally different, different yeah. people. But people from Chicago don't understand that. Yeah. Uh, uh, you don't uh, think so? No, they don't. They don't get it. They be like, you so you it be kind of like one of those things where you meet someone from Chicago out of town mm-hmm. and you say, oh, okay, where you from? And they be like, okay, I'm from the West Side. You go, oh, shit, okay. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. 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 One of those, like, I thought that way But at the same time, I, shout out to the West Siders. They are some cool West Siders. But True. to my default, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the default to me. Yeah. I don't understand the West Side. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a little, like I said, it's a, one of those little. It's a little different. Different. Different, mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. yeah. It's different. Mm-hmm. Real different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, this is the last kind of um, question, but it's going to be a lot of them. So um, I'm going to go through a list of, mm-hmm. of words, slang words, created by Chicagoans, and mm-hmm. you give your interp- interpretation of what they mean to you. Okay. Oh, that's okay? Gotcha. That's cool. So the first one is on phone them. On phone them. That's on, on my homies, on life. On life. On life. It's like what Adrian Brunner said, like, on God and them. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I said, like, on God but and them. I don't know who in them right, is. Right, like, right. Yeah. But like right. I said, like, you can put whatever you want to. And then, like, when I say, you know, on four of them, it's, that's family. That's, yeah. And that's everything I believe in. You know what I'm saying? That's life right there. Real life. <laughs> All right. Next one is Woo Wop the Band. Woo Wop the Band. Woo Wop the Band could be so <laughs> much of everything. Right. So it's kind of one of those. So Woo Wop right. the Band is like, et cetera, et cetera. Right. You know that's saying? the best way like, to explain it. So it's like, long story short, fuck right. all that. I'm going to get to the point. The this motherfucker did this. They said right in the middle of the story, too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Woo Wop the Band. And then blah, 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 blah. But I be knowing exactly what happened. And so now you're a true Chicago, so you're talking about your hands. So what happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. All right, the next one is out the jam. Out the jam? Oh, shit, boy, I finesse something. Boy, you know what I mean? One of those, like, you know, shit got a little thick, and I got up out of that real fast, you know what I'm saying? Untouched, you know what I'm saying? Clean slate, you know, I got wipe my white tux on, and you know what I'm saying? Come, come through unstained, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely. One of those. Um, the next one is you just blew me. 
you are the fucking worst right yes, now. Yes, you are the worst in my oh, life right God. now. I can't. I, I just can't with you right now. <laughs> like, why the fuck you? <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, a like, good way to say you just pissed me off. You just pissed me off. Like, oh, one of those like it? congratulations. Like instead of you know you pissed me off, you played yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah, I never took it. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, teed up. Teed up. Oh, it's cracking. It's cracking. It, 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 people that don't know what that means. Right. Like, it's right. going up. It's about, yeah. to, it's about to be one. It's, we we finna go crazy. It's about here. to be lit. Yeah. Yeah. Did we crazy too? Did huh? lit come from Chicago? Too? I feel of like bus. I feel like Listen, lit. Period. Period. Came I want to say this. I want to say this. Let's get that clear. Okay. Chicago, I want to be for real. Like Chicago is so trendy. Yeah. So we trendy. are. So we got. So we so creative. You know, we created thought. Yes. Thought yeah. Tatiana. Bust down. That whole. You know what I'm saying? One of those like. So it's kind of like. You know, we, we are the, we, honestly, we're part of the culture. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You can't go about being part of the culture but not, without speaking Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real shit. What up to That's Chicago? That's true. Real shit. All right, a couple more. Tweaking. Tweaking. You tripping. Like, this, <laughs> you, like you're doing the most right now. You're doing the most, like, yes. Yeah. You like, damn that just blew me. Yeah. You, you know, <laughs> yeah. 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 Damn that same me. I yeah. feel like tweaking right. is really a Chicago term because I actually knew a few people that didn't know the context I was using it. Mm. They think tweaking is straight up a club, a crackhead. <laughs> They think tweaking is just that. Uh, I think I used to think but, that, but I think we turned it into something. But, but no, here's the deal. I honestly believe that. that it came from like something like you know, like yeah. okay, like uh, he high as fuck right now. He's mm-hmm. just he's on one right now. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever for whatever yeah, reason that is, yeah. to be drunk high, whatever rolling, however we want to do it. But at the same time, like you know, it became so broad where it's mm-hmm. like okay, now you tweaking like. You ain't seeing out of hour, right? Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what the yeah, fuck yeah. are you? Yeah. What you want? I feel like right I now? use that like on a daily, man. Especially at my people at work, man. They tweaking, tweaking. Yeah. <laughs> they tweaking on me. Yeah, but you can't you can't help when people do people things. You gotta understand yeah, that's true. with people. So that's true. That's one of my major major deals. I, I always like to understand that dealing with people like mm-hmm. it's like you know it's human nature mm-hmm. you gotta understand mm-hmm. like yeah everybody gonna think the same mm-hmm. everybody gonna do the same so yeah yeah um all right shorty 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 that one got multiple that they, yeah, yeah that's, that's multiple but at the that's same the time it's kind of like sweetheart baby mm-hmm. like that's for like, sure you know like, sometimes people be talking about their kids yeah. they call the kids shorty no they call their guys shorty and they kids and that's so and weird but, but it's like a different that. time for me then i guess because i, I never heard or I never use the term no, shorty to one of my homies. No, you know what I mean? It's kind of like shorty. that's kind of like a, a a downer. Like you know what I'm saying? Like looking at one of my homies, like what's up, shorty? Like, shorty? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Shorty. Oh, that's like a somebody, young nigga. Yeah. yeah. If somebody yeah. says something to me, it's like like what's up, shorty? Like shorty, what the fuck. <laughs> Right, like that's not because I always took it as like when people say shorty, it's to a female or to someone younger than me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, I, I always look, I always took it as a female. Like, yeah. you know, of course the shorty is obvious, but mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? But if yeah. you, but if you think about that's where it came from. Like, I'm, I'm here, but that's Westside. Westside, they say, hey, what's up, shorty, to their home? Ah, oh, oh, what's up, big home? Big oh, home, big home. I take Instagram for what it is, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, it has its benefits, it has mm-hmm. its, its, its cons as well. Yeah. And I seen a meme of a couple of UCL, UCLA basketball players, and one guy, I guess, I don't, I don't know what it was. Maybe he missed a shot, maybe it I was a foul it. or something like that. Like and it was like, he was walking with his head yeah. down, 
And his and his teammate came yeah. and picked his head up. Yeah, that, that was, that was the biggest shit I've seen all week. That was like, you know what I'm saying? It's because it's like, now yeah. here we had the heat of the moment, hitting the game. And I've been in that position before mm-hmm. being a, a competitor and being an athlete mm-hmm. where, you know, things don't go in your favor at the time where you, you wanted to go in your favor. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I remember, and shout out to Antoine Pathé right now. We went <laughs> down in Jacksonville, Florida, playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it was late in the game, whatever, in the fourth quarter when I dropped the interception. Clearly, I, I, if I would have caught it, we would have won the game. Maybe I would even score it to put the game a little bit more okay. in distance. Mm-hmm. But I dropped it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, shit, kill, shit, kill. And I said, I know, I know, I know. Aww. And he was like, you know what? Fuck that shit, fuck that shit. It's over, let's go, let's go. I'm like, you know what? It's right. We end up losing the game. But at, the, at that moment, that's what you need. You don't need that. Right, you know right. Yeah, that negativity yeah. Yeah, bring so, you down. Yeah, you just need that pick-me-up. Shout out right. to my bro. That's my bro. Right. <laughs> Real nigga. Shout out to him. Mm. All right, got two more. Uh, Next one is Buddy Ass. Buddy Ass. So that's, like, that's like dude ass. Yeah. It's goofy. Right. You know, that's the next one. The next one is goofy. So goofy will turn into a universal word, too. The next one is goofy. So now, that that... Buddy and them, like, you know, yeah. is it Buddy and them? Buddy. No, nah, but that's them, them, Buddy and them. Yeah. Buddy, buddy ass. ass. So, okay, yeah. so it's Buddy ass. So, buddy, so buddy ass. Tweaking like, on so, phone and them. So now, <laughs> it's mostly like the beginning or the intro of a story when you use that word. Mm-hmm. So it's like, nah, let me tell you about Buddy ass, man. <laughs> that's like, true. Buddy ass. And, true. You know, so then true. it's kind of like, people from Chicago, this is another thing. We always talk indiscreet or and we all understand that shit too like, yeah. <laughs> why can't you just tell me who yeah. fool was yeah, <laughs> like, yeah so yeah. It's, it's one of those like but, he's not cool with me but that's what makes us who, who we are and that makes us like you know that's that's our culture being Chicago yeah you know what I'm saying Everything is put into a mindset and a thought versus mm-hmm. just being straight out, straightforward. Chicago is an yeah, amazing place. It is, it is amazing. Hell yeah. place. It's a place. Y'all need to come visit if y'all not yes. from here. Can I make a comment on Buddy Ass yeah. though? If you ever hear a female referring to a dude as Buddy Ass, she don't fuck with she him. Don't she don't like him. him. Yeah. So is that true? I just learned that. That's very yes. true. Period. So yeah. Because if we start a story with man, let me tell you about Buddy, buddy Ass. It's not gonna be. Oh, that's it's not good. Okay, I get that. Let's get that. So us guys got that, but you know the game is to be sold, not to be told. No snitch. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, was that all? The that was one? all the icebreakers. But I have one more thing that I want to say. What? Um, okay. So. Wait, wait, wait. We didn't talk about Goofy. Goofy is oh, one of my favorite. Oh, you know, I used to get offended when people used to say Goofy. Like, call me a Goofy. Yeah, that's a. Well, that's offensive. Be offensive. Oh, I used to be so. You better not mad. call me a Goofy. <laughs> Goofy. You better not call me a goofy. Yeah, right. Goofy, not no fucking goofy. Like, is goofy right. just as bad as so, bitch? Like, you have to work with a bitch. Yeah, like, some words I, I figured that probably trigger women. They'd yeah. be like, oh, that's yes. just like the top of the line, disrespectful. Yeah. Goofy is one of those with guys just like bitch. bitches. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, no, but if, if, if a guy yeah. calls you a bitch, like. That's that's strong, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, so like that's what goofy kind of falls in line. It's goofy with. ass. Yeah, it's yeah. all goofy. Yeah. It ain't goofy. Don't call it's nigga goofy. goofy. It's goofy. It's goofy. Goofy. Chicago. Goof with the hand. Goofy. All right. <laughs> okay, so obviously this is trifling but true. Um, so I'm gonna ask all y'all, what is one trifling truth that you live by? So for example. 
This is a non-judgmental zone, right? Because <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all. For instance, um, my trifling truth is that I don't wear socks with my shoes sometimes. Girl. <laughs> Wow. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like in the wintertime, you put your boots on. I might not have socks on. My yeah. feet be getting sweaty. Like I just, you know, that's my trifling truth. That, but my feet it's don't stink. My feet don't stink. No, I just it's uncomfortable. Socks uncomfortable. But I love socks without shoes. Like I'll wear socks. And I'm so opposite. I can't stand to have socks on when I don't have shoes. <laughs> really? But if I have shoes, like, I need crazy. shoes. Like it really drives me crazy. Really? Like that so in the summertime crazy. there there are several there are several shoes I can wear that I feel like there's like expanded air holes and stuff like that. Uh, but uh-huh. I can't I really can't wear socks my, shoes without socks. Feel, my feet oh, sweat. Yeah. It's kinda like It's I, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta have one or the other. I can't be But my what y'all saying? Y'all y'all don't <laughs> what you say? What you say? Well, I, can't, I can't put a shoe on without socks. Really? Y'all really? feet be sweating. No, once again, Chicago. We're going to talk about Chicago. Uh-huh. I can wear Yeezys without socks. You can wear Yeezys without socks. I can wear Yeezys without socks. Yeah, you can go together. You got to go together. Uh, well, them like those more ventilated type shoes. So it's very comfortable. I like to wear without socks. Yeah. That's a shoe that you can. It's kind of universal. Like when you're walking, when you're, you know. You doing your thing as far as, you know, I like getting on boats and stuff like that. It's a very comfortable boat shoe. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's kind of rocky, but, you know, it's liquor. Right. We got, we got shoe protectors for that, but at the same time, you know, I'm comfortable with those shoe on, and, and I feel like it's a it's a right. stage or a, a place MG. where... Yeah. MG. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, yeah we, we're comfortable, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a comfortable state, you know what I mean? It's kind of like... It don't require socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like you wear boat shoes with socks. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, glad shoes. I'm not alone. I got a few. What y'all trying to control? Well, if we gonna, well, I ain't gonna do the clothing one because that ain't, that's just. Oh, yeah, people gonna see that. Right. You, don't, you don't want undergarments. We know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just the everyday. Yeah, that's I don't really know. Um, let's see. Oh, I was telling you this the other day. When I use the bathroom in public places, I always rip off the first few inches of toilet paper. That's some real shit. I never. Touch that piece. Never to touch like it. Don't do it, y'all. Why? Okay, so let me tell you the story, and this is why I stopped doing that. Okay. I was using the bathroom in a public bathroom. Okay. I so went no, that's a question. Do you line the toilet up? I don't. I squat. I, yes. You squat. Oh, I, I, I do both. I, I squat <laughs> if I don't have time, but it like if it's like an emergency and I gotta take a number two shit, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. I'm gonna be sitting there lining I that bitch line like that shit up. Yes, yeah. I line yes. that shit up. So fully. It, like you know, not to jump, you know, jump off track, but. I don't know if I speak for every guy, but and, and this is one of my trifling truths, I guess. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, if if you do have to do that, when you know guys line a toilet uh-huh. or something like that, yeah. What are your dick falls? At? Ooh, where does it fall? Ooh, that's a good question. So now, where y'all dick, dick fall? What are your dick guys? Falls? Hey, well, I don't got a dick. <laughs> so so bro, so bro, so bro, so bro, that, that's, fair. that's fair. That's fair. Whatever, whatever, whatever you do, you do. But me personally, how you line a toilet up? I wrap my, my my pizza, and it's just me. It's just me. It's just me. There's no logic. There's no thought. I'm just keep that behind that. Because it's like now, if I'm gonna sit on the toilet, and it's kind of like now, what happens if the fucking the toilet paper slips or something? Your dick lands on the fucking. Ooh, and then it's cold. Then you got drip drops on. I'm not. No, you got you got different type of like you know you're in a public place. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you're at home where you know you can 
you know, but you like, know. Okay, well, it right. shows this is my own. Like, I did have company this week, so like, <laughs> one month, but this is one of so now I'm going to go into my own personal Right. Yeah, something like that, but yeah. you know, with a battle, you don't know how many cheeks or okay. who's cleaning it or True. whatever. Yeah, that's what real. toilet paper, so let me tell you the story. So I was using the bathroom, and I went mm-hmm. to grab, and when I grabbed, I saw blood. Somebody left their nasty period blood on the fucking end of the day. Women are foul. Women are foul. No, women are just nasty in public bathrooms. Like, I don't understand why it's so dirty. So, I was just on the college campus last weekend. I was back at University of Illinois, back for the one of the spring practices. One of my high school coaches, um, mm-hmm. actually the head coach of my high school, still to this day, um, went to the high school hall of fame. Okay, that's Shout dope. Out Shout out yeah. to you. Shout out to you, yeah. Illinois. But yeah, so I'm on a college campus, right, or whatever. So I, you know, I know a couple of players or whatever. And, you know, we hanging out, and we going to the bathroom, and I forgot. It's, you know, I've been on college campus, college campus before, and I, I honestly forgot how. Dirty it fucking yeah. is. Yeah. It's fucking bad. It's, it's so like, nasty. It's like, I can imagine, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like the worst come to worst. If I have to take a shit in the club, I'm going. I'm home. home. Yeah, I'm going home. I'm holding that shit. It's like to the point where, like, you're actually standing in urine as you piss. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's one of those, like, and it's like, but it was like so fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it took me back to you know that time where you know I was in college. <laughs> took me back and, to the grind, you know, right? To the grind, you know, broke as fuck. You know, and shout out to my dreamers. You know, but, I know, right? Yeah, of course, your dreamers you know, right here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Here we are dreamers. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's your I legit, like, we all do the same trifling ass shit. Like, yeah, I don't want panties. Like, what's, uh, what's <laughs> another one? Like, well, Jay do. Um, Jay wear panties. I wear panties. I do. I well, not everything. Okay. Not everything. This is one trifling truth. Get some A lot of my ones. friends don't wear underwear when they work out. I think that's disgusting. I, I, I am I the only wear. one that can free ball no matter what I'm doing, where I'm yeah. at, what I got on. You, really? I, mean, I have to wear oh, underwear so when I'm working out. It's different for women. I almost kind of, kind of call myself talking to guys where, you know, I'm just like, so you mean to tell me you can go hooping? Your dick be swinging. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, like support. Yeah. You know, Dunking you know, on you people got your dick. Right, dick on the forehead. The bras are not anything. Yes, yeah, I cannot work out without underwear on. I just. Well, I need a bra to work out. And a bra. My little titties is popping. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't get right. All right, cool. Um, that's all I have for my oh. icebreaker. So oh, yeah, okay, we can, right So we getting right into the topic. Yeah. Okay, so I gotta pull up the definition. So the topic for this week's episode is toxic masculinity, and the whole reason why I really wanted to talk about this um, topic was because of what happened to Nipsey Hussle. So rest in peace. Rest in peace. He was an amazing person, amazing mm-hmm. spirit. Um. And unfortunately, he lost his life due to a man who was suffering from toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me read the definition for y'all so that y'all can know exactly what it means. Man, that shit was so long, sad, little, y'all. Long-winded, so. I damn near had to, um... <laughs> Talk about can she read. I had to, like, mute my shade, my shade room on Instagram because of that shit. Like, I couldn't yeah, take I'd all the posts great. about Nipsey Hussle. I literally couldn't. I had, to, I had to mute everybody. I was like, I can't do this. It's, 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 it's tugging on my heart. You look at like it could have been anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just one of the Yeah. It, you, you, you can't help but to put yourself in that position where you yeah. know you see a person that you know yeah. and you guys had a dispute or whatever. You right. know what I mean? 
and that and, and like that, that happens. Happen. Yeah. And, like, and like that happens. And, and you know, I feel like you to retaliate or you know feel a certain that mm-hmm. strong about the situation yeah. where you yeah. probably didn't even feel like that. Yeah. You just probably said what you said, and, and you know you thought it was went about over. your day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I just feel like the reason why it hit everybody so hard was because like he was the most least problematic person yeah. in this world. Like, he was doing, he was shit. doing yeah. amazing things for his community. help. Pure optimistic. Yeah. Yes. yes. And then he had just such good energy and like he you could tell like he was a deep spiritual person. A good example. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys yeah. that you know yeah. that not that had the, the whole, you know, silver spoon in his mouth the whole right. way. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, in the same in life it's about like you say, like when you speak about it, it's a marathon. So yeah. now it's like here's a marathon. I'm preparing myself for the marathon. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. It's how you finish. So Absolutely. Yeah. Come on. But so, unfortunately, his death has been weighing heavy on a lot of people, including us. Um, so, I'm going to read you guys the definition of what toxic masculinity is. This is really long, so listen and pay attention. Toxic masculinity is a narrow and repressive description of manhood, designating manhood as defined by violence, sex, status, and aggression. It's the cultural ideal of manliness where strength is everything while emotions are a weakness where sex and brutality are yardsticks by which men are measured, while supposedly feminine traits, which can range from emotional vulnerability to simply not being hypersexual, are the means by which your status as man can be taken away. So that's the definition of toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, so a big thing that we wanted to touch on was men and their emotions. Yes, that's a big one. Men, it, it's, it's known. From the time you are born, you are taught that boys aren't supposed to cry, be tough. If you fall, scrape your knee. The first thing your mom tells you is to get up, stop crying, stop crying. Yeah. you're okay, be strong, you're a boy. Yeah. And that is embedded into men. So as they grow up, they hold that, like, I can't show emotion. It's not a normal thing that men do. Um, so what do you think about that? Like, how, were, how did your parents raise you? Well, I, I grew up in the same parent home. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a house full of women. Mm-hmm. So okay. you may be a little different. Right, so, right. You probably a little more in touch with your feminine side, I well, should say. Is it necessarily it's, it's feminine? That, but but it's fair, that's fair to say, but mm-hmm. also I think that it, it was just it was just a different situation because I felt like I understood women more mm-hmm. versus, you know, being big. more tapped into my sensitive side. That's crazy because I literally um, I was listening to TED Talk, some, um, and I actually in another podcast and I heard someone ask, um, "Can a female teach a male how to be a man?" And I heard a no answer and I heard a yes answer, and like they both kind of brought up good ish mm-hmm. points, but I obviously agree with one point over the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think? I mean, obviously I, you're a man you grow up to be. Me having children, I don't mm-hmm. think that, you know, just just my opinion, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think that a woman can honestly teach teach a man how to, how to be, be a man. man. Okay. You know, you can teach him how to be a good citizen, you mm-hmm. can teach, teach him how to, you know, mm-hmm. love, you can, she can teach him how to, you know, all those things, but there's certain characteristics of being a man That's so one of the um, examples that he gave for that um, for the no answer was he said a woman can teach a man how to cook, but that doesn't make him a chef. So he's mm. only a chef under the, the trade of an actual chef, which will make him a chef. 
Um, and then on the flip side of that, I heard, yes, a woman can teach a man, a male how to be a man. Um, it's all about that dominant influence. So no matter where he's at, she takes him to go buy a tie. She's going to have the man at the store show him how to tie a tie, how to buy a tie, what tie is the best. Um, it, it could be an uncle in the family. It could be so it doesn't necessarily need to be like a father figure. Um, it could be it, it could be external. And, um, and, and, and not to cut you off, but that, that's fair. That's mm-hmm. that's fair to say because, um, like I said, I grew up in a single parent household where you know my mom and my, my grandmother raised me, mm-hmm. and I felt like there was several situations where I felt like I was looking for a certain reaction from mm-hmm. my mom, and I didn't get you it. You didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it, and it was just kind of like, well, damn, I, I really didn't understand what she was, you know, she mm-hmm. was doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. But she's yeah. trying to she's trying to be both. She's trying to be, you know. Father and the, and the mother at the same time. Yeah. And you know, it threw me for a, it threw me for a loop. It was kind of like, nah, here it is. I'm not gonna get into the story. I just know that I fell off a roof. Oh my <laughs> god. Fell off a roof. Yeah. <laughs> fell off a roof. I was a kid. You know, fell off a roof and and I'm you know I'm I'm coming walking to the house. I'm embarrassed already. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff like that. My friends are laughing at me. Start asking me, I'm okay. Yeah. I probably be that. So friend. I just you know I fall off a roof. I get up and I just walks off. Mm-hmm. And I go, you know, go home or whatever, and I'm crying or whatever. And my mom, like, you know, if you don't come in this house crying, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, mm-hmm. like, she like, listen, step back outside, get yourself, to, get your exact words, get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then now you walk in the house, and then now we can talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, well, shit, like I didn't expect that coming from my mom. I expect that, but like, you know, right, well, right, come here, baby, like, right. you know, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I, I got what she was coming from. Now that I'm older, I get what she was right, coming from. I understand, yeah. and and it's a beautiful thing the way a woman can, you know, try to be both. You know, yeah, because I mean? it's such hard being one, you know. So now that you're trying to be both, you know, shout out to you. you know? Yeah, I think I think you have to have that balance. Yeah, you know, yeah, you gotta have balance. But I will say, men or boys that grow up in single parent households, specifically with just a mom. I don't necessarily think that makes them less of a man because oh, no. they didn't have a dad around. Yeah. So it's kind of like that idea of can a man or can a woman teach a man how to be a man? It's like I'm gonna say yes because it's yeah. like if, even if you don't have a dad, that doesn't make you less, less of a man or you don't know how to. Be. I, I just I, I, it's, it's a See, disagree. It's a, it's a sign of that. I, it's I, kind I mean, of a thing disagreement. Is maybe we need to define what teaching a man how to be a man is Means, because what right. is being a man then? Because because now here's the deal. Now I have kids. I have two sons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a son that's nine. I have a son that's eleven, and I'm not really fighting with the moms, but it's 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 so curiously on my mind about mm-hmm. you know taking raised. taking more responsibility, maybe like you know mm-hmm. being the sole parent versus them mm-hmm. being the sole parent now mm-hmm. that they're getting up in age, mm-hmm. double digits age. Yeah. Like a mom is going to you know nurture you and do those things, and, and now here it is, it's time for them to you know actually come out the shell, and mm-hmm. and mom don't really know what to do with them. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. where now here it is, they living with me. They see how I wake up. Mm-hmm. They see what I do. They see every move I make. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. something that a woman can't show him how to do. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like more so women just may not understand what it's like to, to be a man. Be a man but, but I think they can still... Can a woman teach, can a, woman teach a, uh, a young man how to fish? Can a woman teach a young, young man, man how to fish? fish? If she know yeah, how to fish, I've been fishing. So now here's the deal. So now, that, but you could teach somebody. But no, no. But be, to be honest, be honest. Like there's different categories to what women do mm-hmm. and what men do. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So that may be something that's universal where women and men do the same thing or whatever. But mm-hmm. more commonly, like, you know, mom usually, I'm not going to say, like, mm-hmm. you know, 8 out of 10, she can't teach him how to use his hands. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Be a carpenter. Right. Or, you know, change a tie. Be, change a tie. Shit, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's stuff that men do. That's what where the man comes in hand. Like, it's kind of like, okay, if you're on the road, you know, and you're, and, and you're a tire bus or something like that, nine times out of ten, you won't know how to change it. You yeah. probably can figure it out. Not for sure, I'm a car play. Like, like, but see, the <laughs> life, life, yeah. life comes into play when it's kind of like, well, shit, I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I can YouTube it, maybe I can, you know, I've seen it done before. I just never did it myself personally. I feel like a lot of women just won't take that initiative to learn. Mm -hmm. But like changing a tire isn't necessarily a man man cooking or you know what I'm saying? The the initiative actually cleaning versus straightening up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's different. Women and like the 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 whole trait behind of men are from Mars and women are from Venus or however however it goes. Mm -hmm. It's there's some things that you guys would never understand about us that See, we would never understand about y'all. And I, this this is why, and I think this is why the topic is so important because yeah, we're training people to yeah. be separate when we're all human at the yeah, end of the day. At the end yeah. of the day. So we're now, adding gender roles to shit that doesn't even need to have a gender role attached. Mm-hmm. I personally think fair. that a woman cannot teach a man how to be a man because I'm not saying that a, a single mom can't raise her son to be a phenomenal man. Mm-hmm. Now, right? (laughs) However, um, I think that the women that put those male dominant figures in their kids' lives is who make that man. Hmm. So I don't necessarily think that's her teaching him how to be a man. I think that's them teaching him characteristics of himself. Like he's, of course, I think naturally a human is going to pick up on what they like. Mm -hmm. So I, that's why I just don't think that. Like I said, I think that as a woman, it's some things that I just won't understand. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I agree with that. And I said that earlier. Women may not understand everything, but I do think women do raise, like you said, phenomenal men. And mm-hmm. whether you want to title that as a woman raising a man or not. So I think it's just a personal preference on how you want to label that. But I think women subjective. do raise phenomenal men, even if they don't fully understand what it's like to be a man. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Like I said, my mom did is... A great job as she can mm-hmm. like you know there was time when man i was a teenager and it's kind of like you know it's so many things that your mom can say to you mm-hmm. that can kind of yeah. be like all right you know, I'm, I'm actually scared of you. You yeah know, i'm actually fear of the consequences and that's a good point i think that having um a frame of reference whether it's a man or a woman is important so if that person feels like they respect like they, they can respect you they look up to you mm-hmm. that's going to trump anything oh, yeah. i mean yes. Yeah, well, it's all about well, respect. My mom is still re- respecting me so young. Right. Where, like, oh, here is I'm an 18-year-old kid, mm-hmm. and my mom's kind of, you know, getting aggressive with me, and it's kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know I can probably whoop my mom. Right. Like, she like, respects you know, her. Like, yeah. yeah. But it's like, you know, I love her so much, and I respect her so much mm-hmm. that I wouldn't even, you know, question anything she's saying or doing mm-hmm. because, you know, you know it's coming from a love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so to kind of touch on that, do you agree with the idea that anger is often only expressed with confidence when it comes to men who suffer from toxic masculinity? 
Because I feel like Can you men. Go a little bit more in depth than that? So I feel like men, because to touch on the fact that boys are taught to hold in their emotions and not mm. show them, mm. um, I feel like when they do express emotion, it's typically anger. And anger is the one thing that they feel so confident with that they can't express. It's just like, you know, a volcano. And I, I yeah. I think most guys are like that. I think, I, I think I've think i suffered from that as well, where, you know, you kind of try to look past things and mm-hmm. you kind of try to say, you know what, my, you know, is this is my, my softer side of things, yeah. you know, where it's kind of like, damn, like, fuck. But once it gets to that point where you just like, you know what, I can't take it no more. You just you come up, you become a volcano where you just erupt. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I, think that's I feel like human. a lot of men do that, and yes. it's and, and that's it's not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not. It's not at all. And I'm trying to tap into that side it. where you know instead of waiting till it's game seven, fourth quarter, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tap into these things in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. They don't become big issues later and on. Small down issues. Line. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. it's kind of like you know where. Maybe I'm tripping, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or, or maybe I'm not in my right mindset, and right. now that I talk to you about it, and then we mm-hmm. come up with a clarity of part about our situation yeah. where, you know, that we can actually talk about it versus it just being, you know, a dispute. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but a lot of boys don't understand that they, it's okay to talk, mm-hmm. but it's just like they were just raised to hold it in, and yeah. they do turn to volcanoes. Mm-hmm. Like my brother, for example phenomenal man now mm. but when we were growing up he was that kid because even I was raised to hold in my emotions yeah. and I'm a girl so I just now as an adult am learning to express my emotions and show yeah. and even ex- experience what it's like to feel something other than anger yeah okay. it's that parenting I, got, I, I have a great example yeah. um, so when you when, when you're a kid you know so when how can I say it so when you're a child when mm. you, you're a preteen, mm-hmm. when you're starting to say, okay, I, I like girls, yeah. and, you know, girls say I like guys and whatever. So when a, a guy usually like you when he's maybe around 10, 11 years old, mm-hmm. how do he express that? Flirting, bullying. He, he, he pull pulling, you pulling your hair. Like he <laughs> I done got in a lot of fights like that way. But it's <laughs> like, <laughs> but I like you. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't know how to channel in with my feelings. I don't know how to express myself. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, Men are so taught to be like, you know, not to, you know, yeah. what I mean, not to express themselves, but don't cry, don't, you know, don't show your right. emotion and stuff like that. But then when it does happen, yeah, then it's like, and I think that women are to blame for that. Yes, I was women, just gonna say that goes into my point. Yeah. We the culprit. We are the culprits. Yes, yes. We, we are the culprits. Yeah, we we shame dudes for you know being crying, soft. showing yes. their emotions, being, being mm-hmm. overly sensitive by mm-hmm. calling them bitches yeah. and. Um, and punks soft. and soft. I was guilty of doing that, that at dating as an adult. Like, yeah. I used to be like, Me I too. like him, I but he's just so sensitive. Too. He overly emotional. Like, I yeah. can't date a dude oh my who gosh, y'all. That was more emotional than yeah. me. Yeah. But now yeah. that I am this emotional person and I've touched into my emotional side, I'm like, damn, I kind of want a man that could feel what I feel. Yeah. Yes. That's, Understand. that's on the yeah, same level. But it's still, you know, yeah. it's still... Levels. I want to fucking cry, baby. Right. It's still yeah. strong. Well, honestly, like, the man ain't gonna be crying all day long. Yeah. Right. When it, when but it's, it's okay. When it's necessary. Like if we're having a very deep conversation, I want you to be able to open up and express yourself. Yeah. And do it in a way that you're not yelling. We're not screaming. We're just talking. And if you feel the need to cry, cry. But yeah. I, I want to be that type yeah. of wife. Like baby, lay on my shoulder. I'll wipe right, your tears as you cry. Right. Like, yes. Come on. Just don't get in my hair. As a man, I think that's all that we look for. 
Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. at the same time, like, you want to be the protector. You, mm-hmm. you, you want to be the provider. You want to be everything for your woman. But you don't yeah. want to show any signs. But, of and I think yeah, that as a woman, you, though. But as a man, it speaks volumes when he can tap to his sensitive, sensitive side. That does. Yes. I was going to say, and, that does. And, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and you're that person. Yeah, yeah. I was going to so, say, if a man can be vulnerable. If he does that, then, it, you know, and that's not rare for men. I'm just being honest. Yeah. You know, where, you know, like I said. Oh, my we're, gosh. We're tough guys. Yeah. We're tough guys. We're gladiators. Oh, we're, yeah. You know, we, 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 you know, everything that you can consider tough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so. I mean, and that's what, that's what society has made the norm for men. So it doesn't surprise me at all. But, um, I mean, how can we. You don't want to expose yourself to this officer. You know, yeah, yeah. But I, think, I feel like women at the same time, you know, women do women things. You know? Yeah, we do. But at the same time, like you don't want to be vulnerable. Elaborate. You don't want to be exposed as vulnerable. Am I safe to say that? Yeah. Elaborate. Well, what do okay, you women, can't be. Women don't want to be exposed as vulnerable. I think that's like, when the man needs like, to realize so, uh, who, what type of woman he dealing mm-hmm. with. That's when it taps into what type of woman are you dealing with? Is this a woman that you know you could be vulnerable with? Is this someone who you can mm-hmm. know you can express yourself with? I think that comes with growth. Yes, but you know, mm-hmm. if, I think I think in, in, in the interaction too. The interaction. Yeah, I think deep yeah. down you will know if that maturity level is there because yeah. you got your naturally you gonna have your guard up anyway. Mm-hmm. No, like and, when you're dealing with a woman, you should be yourself regardless. I was wrong. just gonna yeah. say 100%. that. Yeah, but naturally I'm not, I'm as human, a certain pace because you're not just like. Right. Is, John, that, is that yeah. trauma coming from a man? And it's only I feel like it's only something that men can ex- can explain because I look at that like me personally, any relationship that I did go into, mm-hmm. I want to cut all the guessing out. Like you know what yeah. I mean? It's tough to read a person already. So it's so it's Facts. one of those where I want to be myself, and that's yeah, that's yeah, it so be. easy. Yeah, I don't want to make things complicated as they are. Yeah, you know what I mean? So. You should be. Yeah. You should be vulnerable. And I think that our society and women um, need to start encouraging that more, honestly. Yeah. We need yeah. to start encouraging yeah. Stop calling these more, like more, 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 more I think women in when general need to start asking more questions. I, mean, yeah. I think guys don't like questions. That's a good But you point. guys need to ask more questions. You think so? I think I overdo my niggas with questions. They be like, Gloria, stop well, asking questions. But see, there's a difference between The men I was dealing with. Because no nigga want to feel like they in an interview. Yeah. There's a way you can get information it's out of somebody you say, without you asking it's, a million questions. It can't be like, so here's question kind of 19 of, of you know, 30 woman. minutes that we've been together. Like, you know? <laughs> but I don't be asking, like, I'm for real, y'all. I don't be asking <laughs> right now. I be like, two questions, and then, like, next it has to be have like, conversation. Yeah, if it, it, it has to be natural. Yeah, if it comes up, I ask. When you're trying to meet somebody and you're trying to understand somebody, there's become some type of different type of bond. Yeah, yeah. True. And, and with that bond becomes comfort. Comfort. And yeah. the more comfortable you get, the the better the conversation comes. Yeah, absolutely. The better the understanding you guys have between each other, mm-hmm. and and that's what you. That's all you want that's in, in a in a relationship is you know to understand what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm always I'm always say that I always say that well, if I understand what I'm dealing with, I'm fine. It's just mm-hmm. it's just that. That those glitches in the computer when it's kind of like yeah, wait wait wait, 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 wait yeah. I didn't sign up for this person yeah. I don't even know who this person is right you know what I mean so once you understand who you're dealing with I think I think everything else falls into place yeah 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 but while we're on that topic of vulnerability when you well you're in a comfortable relationship obviously you're engaged yeah um, shout out do yeah. you openly <laughs> admit when you are hurting mm. to her 
like guilty, willingly, I'm, like I'm or, do, or does it take you time? Because it it take it does take time because you know I feel like you know I'm not gonna tap into my situation as as much as if you probably you guys probably want me to. But uh, <laughs> no, we don't. Right, we yeah, don't. Yeah. Oh no, nah, oh no, nah, oh no. Nah. Okay, but yeah, <laughs> but definitely you know when there's a thing where you. You, you always want to feel like, you know, you're the protector, you, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with a woman who has actually a status where, you know, it's beyond you, yeah. you know what I mean? A world, yeah. world-known status where you don't want to, you know what I mean? You, you can come to her with things, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. But you don't want to um, overwhelm that person, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, I try my best not to do that. And not just in me being selfish, but just on the base of, you know, our relationship. Mm-hmm. Right, and I and you know I'm definitely comfortable. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely cry. You know what I mean. I definitely laugh. You know we had you know ups and downs personally. And I expressed yeah. myself. Yeah. You know, and it it, it wasn't pretty. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know that's what that's what healthy relationships do. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think that's natural. I, mean, I feel like you know I feel like our relationship is natural as it gets. Mm-hmm. That's dope. But I will challenge you when you're hurting. It's okay to go to her right away. I get a lot of men feel like they're well, they're putting everything. I feel like everything with a man with his feelings is kind of not to say calculated, but a time and a place. Yeah, it's a time and a place. This is why it's. it's I a can't just say you know one of those like if I went through something with them. So here's an example. So when I played played in the NFL, there were definitely days in practice where I didn't. I wish I could have that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, you may be like, fuck, I wish I could have that play back. And you're yeah. thinking about it constantly, constantly, constantly. And it, it, you don't get over it until you see it. So you really don't see your fuck up until the next until day. Mm-hmm. So now you go home and you're still thinking about it. You probably got it on your iPad. You're looking at it and stuff like that. And those emotions, those feelings may come over and roll over to home. And my rule was, when I walk through that door, do not, you know what I'm saying, do not let my emotions or whatever from work mm. roll over to here. Mm-hmm. They didn't do shit. They didn't go out there and do none of that. The, yeah. What I'm trying to bring to the, bring into the house, they didn't do none of that. So, you know, I come in with a fresh mind or whatever. If it takes for me to turn the key, take a deep breath, and walk in, you know, and fake some shit, mm-hmm. I will not bring work into home. That's a good point, though. Yeah. But well, at subconsciously, though, yeah, it's too. different. Subconsciously, though, those emotions are are sitting with you. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's a difference between coming in and being like, man, I had a I had a rough day. Let me tell you about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beside, you know, rather than yeah. coming in, like, just throwing shit and, you know, yeah, throwing a I would rather you come home and be like, just talking it out yeah talk yeah. T- tell me about your day you don't got to go into too much detail we ain't got to talk about it for hours but just tell but, me and and if i know you're not in a good mood that's fine but now i understand why you're behaving the way you're behaving yeah. if mm-hmm. you are coming in like you said throwing stuff slamming mm-hmm. doors throwing your keys around yeah you well, know turning the cold shoulder you know something yeah i get it i think they, every they situation is different right yeah. my situation was like where my trigger was questions you know what i mean mm-hmm. I, I, get a, I get annoyed by that when i'm in a bad mood like you know you know what that's me too so yeah, yeah i'd mean, like, <laughs> be like damn now i'm irritated like, now i'm mad so most of the time when i walk in when i walk in it would be like okay she already knows mm-hmm. give him at least 30 minutes mm-hmm. you know what i mean i think Come that everybody home. should if do you that you know your man yeah. you know when he's coming you know in the house in a bad mood you'd be like decompress 
you know, oh, oh, she, it was to the point where she understood like my energy when I walked in the yeah. door. Mm, if I had to get there, like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like okay, but he is not All right, okay. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think as women too, we have to understand that just because you're not speaking to us at that moment doesn't mean that you're well, mad at us. Yeah, or that we did something wrong. So a lot of times mm. we start asking questions and digging because we think it's something about us. Right. Mm. Like, it's a long person. day, and I ran out yeah. of words. Yeah. And I rather you know, at least gain some energy back yeah. and then it would be like you know all right now i'm ready yeah okay now ask me anything you need to ask me versus me walking through the door where you know an hour ago i just got beat for three touchdowns in practice yeah. and i don't want to talk about that because i don't want to worry with you because he's like nigga you about to get fired you know what I mean? <laughs> some shit like that you know because right. you know in the nfl is you know, you know what it stands for. It's not for long. And, sure. Yeah. You know, and if, and if you know, yeah. if you're not on your game, you know, the game's moves on. Mm-hmm. Very true. I like that. Not for long. Yeah. <laughs> well, we done touched on all the emotion stuff, all the bullet points I had. We done hit every one. Did that. Girl, all them notes. I know. I know. Right. <laughs> I, I was looking at it. I was like, ooh, child. So, I love you got a lot of notes. One that I guess we could touch on is men being afraid to ask for help, especially to other men, like asking another man for help. Mm. Well, I what think, kind once of again, help, I think that's one of, you know, personal issues because I feel comfortable. Like, I, I have friends I've been knowing for over 20 years. And mm-hmm. it's like, if I need help, I feel comfortable asking comfortable them asking. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing I feel, I feel about a lot of people. Like, they have, you know, situationships. I don't have those things. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. I can't relate. I, yeah. I really, honestly, I can't relate to people that, you know, have situationships because, like, the people that I've been knowing in my life, I'm, I'm so comfortable with to right. the point where, so it's a relationship and, and thing. It's, it's like it's like a brotherhood. Yeah. You know, even even my female friends, it's like I look at them like, you know, my brothers. Like, you know, when, you know, it comes a time in Chicago, you know, y'all know, women calling each other bro. You see what I'm yeah. saying? So they're one of my bros. Like, you know, my female friends, bro, what up, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I can't really relate to people who have these situations where they... You know, they have these seasonal friends. You yeah. Know, I, I don't. I don't have. Them. You should yeah. be able to ask for help if yeah. you need it. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. A lot of people don't have that support system. Yeah. Like I can count on one hand how many people I can call if I need something. Yeah. But it might take me both. a second because my own pride gets in the way. Right. Yeah. But I'll do it because I know you'll come through for but, me. But but here's the deal behind that. Your friends understand you. If they understand you, mm-hmm. like, nah, if this person comes and asks me, honestly, they yeah. really need it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I want to know. And it should be no questions asked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you understand yeah. your friends are yeah. going yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. that. <laughs> my friend is my friend, and I know my friend and my friend is not going to just, I'll just be filled comfortable with asking, really need asking for something. Yeah. Yeah. So if they really ask for something, they rattle they and start. Really you know what I mean? And then they really need it. Go ahead, MG. Mr. Toxic back there. Right. Nigga answer, we not asking for help. We gonna be on our last move. But see, that's what we at. Nigga answer, we not asking for help. Why not? When you ask for help, and you don't get it, you feel worse than you ever did. So I think my true friends, I shouldn't even ask for help. They're gonna know I need help. Exactly. But not exactly. all the time because not some people are all the time and they kind of hide it. But I know I'm a good judge, judge of character. Okay. So if so, my homies they not right and things need to go on or they not right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna know already. I'm, I'm gonna come to you before you come to me. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, oh, cool. What up? Mm-hmm. What up, big homie? Not shorty. Shorty. What's going on? You good? And just how he say he good, I'm gonna know if he good or if he. 
Right, like I'm straight. So I think it goes back to the relationship. So it, goes, it, goes, it goes about how how close your friends. Like you can't handle nobody that you really don't fuck with. Talking like, man, fool, they, they kill. Let me fool. Right. No, yeah, you know, know. The people that you around every day, day to day, you gonna know yeah. off that. Like man, that's true too. But people you around day to day, you even like without even telling them what's really going on, you even speak up on it. Right. Like, what's going on, man? Yeah, your this real friend's supposed to know. <laughs> so your homie gonna look like, yeah, bro, kind of fucked up. Yeah, that's true. So I'm just slapping with curves. Right. But at the same time, I think this is the biggest thing about a man and the situation of father, just saying vulnerability. Mm-hmm. A so man important. don't want another man to ever feel like they need him. Facts. If that yeah. makes sense. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, but a uh, real man, you know what I'm saying? A real man that used to be on his shit, and he used to be. The majority of people Mm -hmm. who are successful are successful because somebody helped them get there. Okay, say it again. You need help in this world. You (laughs) can't do everything by yourself. White folks, for whatever reason, the white white folks come from money. They're around money, and it's easy to make money when you already got it. It's kind of white privilege. You know what I'm saying? So you got the white privilege. <laughs> yeah. Now, Somebody he comes from Mike. Get my man's a mic. Get my mic. If one of your homies comes to you, his pants down, his ass showing, mm. and you say, man, fool kills, man, I got this little move I'm trying to do. We can do this, do this, do this. You're going to look at him like, yes, yeah, I'm going to give you yeah. my number. Hit me in a minute, I got you. But if a guy come white dude come with a suit and say, yeah, I got a proposal for you, mm-hmm. yes, sir, I want you to do this. Your attention should be a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, but at the same time. You see what I'm saying? What, you see what I'm saying? What, Sometimes a, not what a, you say, it's how you say it. A suit will alert me. And guess what? The suit will alert me. I'm like, the suit would be like, I'm saying you. But the suit could have been a crook. Exactly. The other guy could have had something legitimate and was ready to. Hustle, yeah. make some money for you, or whatever. It's all but, your presentation. But, it's yeah, how you look. But, it's like what you say. You look, you're gonna be it's like, everything. Yeah, huh? Outside of our, but if you pay attention to the culture of the like ATL and niggas, that's the fuck they do. These niggas come together. They just they make sure everybody eat. Yeah. Whereas is you got all these shutdown artists or like whatever you do, mm-hmm. you might be nicer than this person that's in a whole other state city, but the way Chicago hold each other up ain't cool. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like you gotta move out this city to be held up to right away. But question, but here's, here's the biggest question. Here's a question. Yeah. Here's a question. Yeah. And you just said, how you ever heard of crabs in a barrel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants like to see each other win. But then here's While you're in your process, whatever it is, you know, you can be an artist, you can be a fucking carpenter, you can be a realtor, you can be, you know, a nurse, or you can be a daycare owner or anything. Like, Nobody in Chicago usually supports you doing until your you process. Make it. Until, you, until make you make it. Until you make it. Then when you make it, it's kind of like, oh, man, that's my boy, man. Right. I knew him back on the hand now. And that's fake love. Where the dogs need to help? You know what I'm saying? They want to get to where you at. Yeah. Once they get to the office. But they want to work. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. See where it is as is. Like what he said, as far as like the white people, whatever. I pay attention to the Atlanta movement. And it's like, it ain't just Atlanta. Not to say, not to not to say to it's a, it's a Midwest or a, a Northern defense, but that's just the Southern way. 
You know what I mean? It's one of those like, oh. I'm you know, sorry I had to cut y'all off, but we bring like, it back you know I mean? to the show. <laughs> yeah, bring it back. Sorry. No, no, bring it fine. back. Bring it back. Bring yeah. it back. But no, that crabs crabs in a barrel mentality is really what Chicago is. We don't. A lot of people don't realize that there's enough out here for everybody to. Everybody win. can eat. Your blessings yeah. are your blessings. Nobody else can take those from you. What God has in store for you is for you. So it's like people look at other people like, oh, I can't help him because I don't want him to get ahead of me. Mm-hmm. When maybe you will be ahead of him, but your time may not just be right now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. th- I feel like that's the big reason why a lot of people don't want to help each other. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I'm, like everybody I, has their time. You know? yes. Yeah, everybody got their time. Yeah, it's a marathon. Shout out to Nipsey. Shout out Nipsey. Yeah, shout out to him, man. I'm still sad about that. Um, so... Oh, okay. Do you guys want to touch on how men view women or accountability? Let's go to accountability. Let's accountability. Do, do accountability. Accountability be good. Yeah. I feel like a lot of men don't take accountability for their own actions. They point the finger at everybody. You did this. You did this. Because of you, I, I did this or I feel this way. Mm-hmm. It's always somebody else's fault but their own. Well, we I know. Okay, I know a lot of men who don't take accountability for their actions. I don't even think it's just men. I think I it's think women. It's, it's, it's everybody. Yeah, I think. But we gonna talk about men right now. Right. The episode I is think, about men. Toxic masculinity. We gonna just on the men. Well, you can take accountability in situations. You got. You got to take accountability in life. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Because now you got to think about it. Here's this: like, you know, you're in a relationship with 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 a man where you know he's in and out of situations of living or whatever, whatever you got going on, and then you expect them to be accountable in, you know, in a relationship. It's kind of... That's ass backwards. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. On that note, going back to vulnerability, though, I think men need need to be willing to open themselves up and be more vulnerable to those who will hold them accountable. So okay. you have to have people in your life that yeah, will hold course. you accountable, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Of course. And I feel like I feel like that with, with, with our brotherhood, I think in, in the brotherhood that um, that I have, you know, we can do a better job of holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think I think we've come to a place where, you know, we're, we're brothers, you know what I mean? Right. So, you yeah. know, we, we're there regardless. Yeah. If, 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 if whatever you do. Having that foundation should be, yeah, the primary but thing. But at the same time, we got to be accountable. <laughs> we got to police ourselves. Thanks. We got to yeah. do better. Yeah. You know, we, we do. And I think yeah. everything starts with yourself. Yeah. 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 yeah, everything yeah. starts with yourself. Yeah. I think that's a big thing to touch on with this whole topic in general. I think it all comes down, it comes back to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. no matter how you were raised, no matter what environment you were mm-hmm. raised in, at the end of the day, you are the only person responsible for you. Yes. So mm-hmm. you have the, the ability to change yourself and be the person that you truly want to be and you just got to own up to your shit and the people around you need to call you out on it when yeah, you really definitely, are definitely, acting crazy. And sometimes I think, you know, the protection of feelings but what's right and right and what's wrong is wrong. You know, it, it, it is I'm what it is. I'm glad you stopped protecting feelings. I think, yeah, yeah, I'm still I think working 20, on stop protecting feelings. In 2019, I've done such of a better job That's of that. So far. You know what I mean? It's just protecting. Right. Because you can wrong. say what you, you know have what to say so without being No matter being how you feel about it, yeah. how you feel about it or the way you look at it, you know, it is what it is. In black and white, it's right mm-hmm. or it's wrong. Facts is no gray. It Man. ain't no halfway, no. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm learning not to have a gray area. Yeah. I feel like... Um, <laughs> I feel like... Uh, I, I think I've said this like every episode so far, but I feel like fear is, again, at the root of everything. So, like, 
mm-hmm. fear of being vulnerable, um, yeah. fear of failure, yeah. 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 Um, and then it goes back to you know just kind of handling your yourself, handling your own issues, handling your mm-hmm. own situation. He back here in the fridge <laughs> trying to get ice and shit. Um, but yeah, I feel like vulnerability. I don't know that fear shit will will really take over your life. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it is not nothing to play with. But um, yeah, I think is that. Do well, you have anything, I know uh, any other notes? We, we yeah. run, I do, but As we run out of time. We got can, I, can I speak on? Oh, oh speak go on. ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think not just men, but in general, people we fear failure. Mm-hmm. But there's lessons with failure, and there's mm-hmm. there's lessons in success. Um, fear can be a good thing. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's I fear a lot of things that in life that is just natural things. Like mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, like you know, I fear losing my grandma you know, yeah. to father time. Yeah. You know? I fear mm-hmm. losing my daughter to becoming a teenage. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There's a lot of things that I fear. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kinda like, how do you handle these fears? Because it's only reality. Well, yeah. what I would yeah. say is be careful what you think because your fears can turn into your reality, mm-hmm. especially yeah. if you constantly thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that, you know, your mind is so powerful yeah. that if you you think it's you, you manifest it. You, you also you absolutely like mm-hmm. kinda like fake manifesting it right, in a way. Right. Because you're thinking about like, well, I'm scared. Please, you know, please mm-hmm. don't let this happen. Please don't let this happen. Go and behold, it's gonna fucking happen. Yeah. So I try to tell people like be, be careful positive. What you think. Stay that's positive a, at honestly, all times. I honestly believe that's a different type of fear. Like yeah. I, I fear I fear things that, you know, you know, I mean losing coming, a loved one. Yeah, you're yeah. not preparing yourself for those things. It's kinda like if you are preparing those things, it's in a positive way. Like that's you know, why I think you if, should prepare yourself you got a, in a positive grandma, way. Like for me myself, I got a grandmother of an age. Like yeah. I prepare for myself with that by spending time with it. I prepare yeah. myself by yeah. you know what I mean. That's it's good. nothing that you can but do. But the about fear is still right. there. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be there. Yeah. And then with my daughter, it's the same thing. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's so many things. It's so much. Only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're their own person. They have their own personality. They have their own mind. Yeah. But at the same time, you can also teach them value. Mm-hmm. Teach them conscious, you know what I mean? Things like that. So that's that's my goal. And the thing I fear of is not succeeding in those things. You know what I'm saying? Just because right. at the same time, you have to live your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think even if your child doesn't grow up to be the person you envision them to be, doesn't doesn't necessarily make you a bad parent. I think it's so unfair that you have these expectations of your kids. I think people need to let their child be them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They're not, they're not another yeah, version exactly. of like, yeah. you know, their own I don't expect anything of my kids. Like, yeah. you know, I, I don't expect my kids to play football, but they want to play. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I let them play. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I don't want them to play. Right. Because I, I, know, gotta, I know what comes behind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got to find it. their own path. You know, for every success know. story, there's a failure story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And with those failure stories that come nightmares that comes yeah, you know that comes trauma because now you know you set your standards to a place where you didn't reach and now you feel like a failure mm-hmm. you know what I mean so now my thing is let your kids live their life to the to the to the fullest of what they want to do right you know what I mean not of what you know what I mean and now if they do fail you just be there for help them to land you yeah. know mm-hmm. and then with them landing may come different opportunities mm-hmm. different insights you yeah. know different encouragements mm-hmm. where you know that becomes a success story afterwards. Like, so, you know, people talk about all the time, like, in life, you need a plan B. Right. I'm a true believer of that. I'm a true believer of that. I kind of don't, I'm not believing in plan Bs anymore. So, with that being said, 
knowing your story and what you had to go through, yeah. do you feel that you should block your son for shooting for plan A? If his plan A is playing football, I'm going to encourage him and like, think that it's no. Whatever he could be being the biggest lawyer, whatever. Whatever he, he, he like, want to do, I'm going to encourage him to do. Like, think, whatever he's I'm, passionate I'm, about. If he's passionate about it, I'm passionate about it. Like, that's his story. It's not my story. Like, honestly, like I said, I don't want my kids to play football. But if they want to play football, I'm there to encourage that. And then the day that you walk away, and you, like, you can't quit in the middle of the season because we're not quitters. We're 80s. We don't quit. But at the same time. They, they know your football background and the story. So they might push toward but, anyway. But at the same time, that's on them. Like, no, nah, I never told them this. I never said, like, you know what? The days you want to quit football, it's okay. Because, like, if you don't want to be a football player, you don't want to be a football player. And, yeah. you know, if you want to do different things in life, you can do those things. No, I haven't had that conversation with my kids. Now now it's just like, oh, I'm having fun. Right. But once you get to Let high school and then it's kind of like when you think about doing it for college where it becomes a business, then that's when you have that talk because are you kind of waiting for them to come to you and be like, Dad, you know, I don't think I want to do this. Are you waiting for them to say I'm they not don't waiting want for anything? Anymore? I'm just waiting on life to happen. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. just like whatever whatever life journey is for them, yeah. like it's, it's cool. Right? I think you that's know? beautiful that but you encourage them. Yeah. If they want to do it, I'm, I'm behind you. Find their own I'm path. supporting you. Let's yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. And if you change your mind, cool. What's next? Like, because like for example, like I said earlier in the podcast, well, I was at University of Illinois this past weekend, mm-hmm. and Lovey Smith was the Chicago Bears coach. Okay. Shout and out Lovey. Shout out to Lovey Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Bears. Super Bowl <laughs> appearing Bears. Lovey Smith. Yeah. And um but he talked about football and he said football opened up all the doors that he had in life and all his success he had in life. Football did that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I can speak the same thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Football got me a free education. Football got me, you know what I mean? About got my mama a house. Mm-hmm. You know, football got me a house, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. And I got I owe all that to football. But at the same time, you know what I mean? That's my journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not my son's journey to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I would love for him to do that. I mean, it's, it's a great job to have for, a, you know, a short amount of time. It's a short right. window. Yeah. But if he doesn't, it's even better. But if he want to go to school, play football, and it doesn't work out, he get a free education, then I still, then we still won. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We got a free education out of that, you know? Yeah. And he did something he loved that much to the point that it paid for his schooling. I'm I'm fine with that. 100. That's so dope, though. That's yeah, so that beautiful. is really dope. Yes. That's beautiful. I see that. Like uh, Steph Curry. Yeah. Has two sons in the NBA. Yeah. Michael Jordan has no sons in the NBA. NBA. No. Every journey is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different. I definitely think every. I just think is as a different. parent, yeah. you should push. Your kids to whatever they love is. Yeah. I don't care if my baby's a chess player, a fashion designer. I don't care what my baby's doing. Whatever we're going to do, we're going to do it. Enhance we gonna cut that out. 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 Man, if my son He better be the best damn ballerina. So we gonna get right into. So. Oh wait, hold on. Before we wrap up the topic, I just want to state something. Go ahead. Um But the whole reason why we really wanted to do this topic was to start the conversation of what a man really, truly should be or what a man is, because I feel like. 
the way we are raising men, we're raising it men to has to stop. It's, it's a top, we're teaching <laughs> them negative stop. traits. Yeah. We're teaching them not to be human. And at the end of the day, men have emotions. Yep. Men need to learn how to express emotions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Men need to learn how to ask for help. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not have all the answers. It's okay to not. It's okay have to be vulnerable. It's okay to be yeah. vulnerable. But I also think women need to hold themselves so accountable. And stop feeding into that. Yes. Because I feel like we're not making it a safe place for men to be all of the, all of yes. those things. And I want to this, but it's just hard in life. It's hard in life. Life is just hard. You know what I mean? And you know, I, I think I, I put myself in so many situations. You know what I mean? Like, like before before we start the po- podcast, uh, I'm not sure which one guys you're talking to because of the tears <laughs> in my cup. You know. What I mean? <laughs> but we were talking about tears talking about cup. people. Uh, no. Oh. I was talking about your feet. Yeah. Yes. He's talking about my feet. Yes. What, what did he say about your feet? I didn't say anything. Yeah, he did. Oh, he said they were pretty feet. feet. Yeah, he said they were yeah, pretty feet. Yeah, I told her she had pretty feet, and she thought I was joking about it. And I said, well, I told you you had pretty feet. You didn't ask me if you had pretty feet. I didn't have to say nothing. You know I said, so you being shady? No. And he like, nah. But, but yeah, like, you know. Yeah. My nigga. Um, I could drop a little quote. I could drop a little Let's gem. Drop quote of the day, then we Since it ties in. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the quote I found was check yourself. Sometimes you are the toxic person. Sometimes you are the mean, negative person you're looking to push away. Sometimes the problem is you. And that doesn't make you less worthy. Keep on growing, keep on checking yourself, keep on motivating yourself. Mistakes are opportunities. Look at them, own them, grow, grow from them, and move on. Do better, be better. You're human. It is okay. Yeah, 100%. And I think that sums up all that shit. This probably be the last thing I'm going to say. Go ahead. Go ahead, guys. I think, personally, as people, and us as black people, mm-hmm. before or even during that these altercations come upon us, mm-hmm. we need to know our anger. Mm, I, mm-hmm. I think we need to know, like, okay, now if I react this way, you know, what's my end game? What's 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 going to happen after this? To the right. point, like, you know, Probably we need always, we always need to think a step ahead. Yeah. Yes. And I think so many of us get caught in the moment mm-hmm. where, like, you know, it's kind of like, damn, I did that. Like, and it's kind of mm-hmm. like now you have to reap from your you know, your repercussions. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? it's kind of yeah. like, yeah, you know, I think we should honestly, as people, work on that. I, you know. I've been working on this since, you know, I was in high school. I was a high head. I was a high head in high school. Where, really? You know, so, yeah, somebody say anything. Never. Like, I'm fighting. Like, you know? <laughs> it, was, it was one of those, like, I was a fighter in high school. But then, you know, I had a mentor or whatever. Shout out to Mr. Loud. Okay. And my, one of my high school teachers or whatever. You know, he uh, we spent a lot of time together with sports. That's and great. he was basically just one of those guys that kind of taught Kept me to focused. have a, a more of a conscious of, of your actions. Right. Versus, you know, if you got to understand, like, okay, I remember one time I got suspended. I, I fought during the basketball game. In high school, I fought in a basketball game, man. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like, now, here it is, I'm suspended. Mm-hmm. You know, so, now, was it that serious for you to get suspended? Right. Now, now, you can't, now, we're here to play our basketball game. Mm-hmm. We win, and now I can't play the next two games because I'm suspended. Like, yeah. how, did I help the team, or did I help myself? Mm-hmm. Only thing I did is, is you know, kind of decay myself. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, people, yeah, I, I, I definitely feel like, and you know, it's the opposite for me though, because like I'm very analytical, rational thinker, and I don't react. And sometimes I be needing to react, and I be like, I have to process things. But I feel like I'm getting better mm-hmm. at that. Well, what, what you're doing is you, you're trying your best to understand people. I think. Yes. I think that's what that's what I do. I kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you kind of. 
instead of me reacting, it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to react the way I'm going to react. And then it's kind of like, now, when I react and I do what I do, I'm not going to fuck with this person no more. Right. So but how about, now, so about, how about if, fuck the reaction, because the reaction is going to do nothing for me or nothing for them. Right. How about just, you know what, I'm not fucking with you no more. Period. How does that it. work? Right. You know? I mean, for me, I, I try to go by this 48-hour rule. So, like, if it bothers me that bad and I'm still thinking about it 48 hours later, I'm finna fucking address it. And that's just how I am. That's yeah. just my rule. Yeah, that's how I live by That's me speaking my truth. And that's just how I think that's, like, healthy. Yeah. In a way. But for me, mm, I let go of things quick. Because I feel I do so weighed down when I have negative emotions yeah. that I, it doesn't feel good. I do So too. I try to process it as quick as I can mm-hmm. to just let that shit That's why off. I'm saying I need to react. Yeah. That's why it's like, if I just get it off my chest right then and there, I wouldn't have that problem, you know, mm-hmm. where I got to process it. Because yeah. yeah. some some things you do got to process, you know, because yeah. you can't react you know right then and there. You may need right. time to think about it. Right. Here's the, the deal behind most of this stuff. Like, I think... The more valuable you are to yourself, yeah. The the more conscious you react. A hundred percent. Yeah. And with the you know the quote, if I shoot you, I'm brainless. If you shoot me, I'm you famous. Mm-hmm. You one of those like mm-hmm. nah. I'm in a in a in a uh, very how can I say this? One of those situations where I'm in a fortunate situation. Mm-hmm. I'm in a fortunate situation, mm-hmm. and now. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in a situation here with a person who's not as fortunate with me as, as me, and I do something to harm this person, where now I can get sued, I go to jail, mm-hmm. anything that's gonna be something that's not in my favor. Right. You got versus to lose. I, everything. You I have to everything lose. to lose, and he has everything to gain. Right. You know what I mean? Well, you you got to put yourself lose. in those you positions, think like because once, in, once in, in, in all of life, you don't want to play yourself. hundred yep. percent. Never play yourself. Yes. Never play yourself, okay? All right. Yes. All right. All right. I know, right? Let's get into this crush week. So, Kelvin, so I know you're new to the show. Now, every week we have a crush. Mm -hmm. It's somebody that is super dope. I know you're real good at, um, you know, shouting people out, putting people on. You Mm -hmm. like just helping people in the community, you know? Mm -hmm. So, that's what we try to do on our platform Mm -hmm. is we shout out dope-ass people, whether they are artists, Mm -hmm. um... Teachers, humanitarians, no matter what, um, we try to give them, share some light, but we try to do um, millennials. It could be anybody. Yeah, anybody. And we try to get people that aren't necessarily famous, people that are still kind of on the Right. I know a lot of those people. Growing their craft. So now, the my question we get is the industry nigga, not just playing. He ain't industry, but he famous. the famous. Like, he famous, famous, but fake famous. No, I love you, Ryan. So, um... My question week is my good friend, Ron Louie. He is a fashion designer. I don't know if you heard of him. He is um, the fashion di- designer. His design is, it say designer. It's, no, I have to show okay. you the, uh, yeah, that's the, the name of designer. like some of his stuff. But he has a, different labels within his design, I believe. Okay. But the reason why I chose Ron is because I feel like his d- designs are very urban and unique. And it's getting to a point where you could look at his designs and you could be like, damn, that's a Ron Louis design. And mm-hmm. I'll show y'all his Instagram and stuff. But definitely, y'all go follow him. His name is Ron Louis on Instagram. And his website is Ron Louis Customs. Mm-hmm. I wish I could pull it up. Make it's, it's Ron, we'll, it's Ron and underscore. And we'll plug Louis, right? him. 
Yeah, we always, if you guys never read the details or the description of the episode, all the information for every crush of the week is down there. Their um, social media handles, their websites, it's all clickable so you can just follow it straight from the description. Right, and he is like a dope-ass designer. He's been doing this for a minute. Okay. He's Chicago-based, right? Not just yes. show me his Instagram, I definitely heard him. Yeah, I was going to say, he looked familiar, so Mm -hmm. he's dope as fuck. Um, Everybody, go check him out. He do a lot of pop-up shops. Uh, Some of his design labels that's listed under his um, Instagram is feral.co, I'm sorry, Uh, supply local, I'm sorry, I cannot read, supply locale, (laughs) and Pogo Chicago. Shout out to Chicago Home School. Okay. (laughs) He's from Chicago, right, Lori? Yes, yes he's based in okay. Chicago. So, um, yes, everybody go follow Ron Louis. It's Ron underscore Louis. Hey, shout out yes. to you. Yes. Shout. I got somebody. Who? Can I can I shout out somebody? Go you got a crush? Uh, I, I crushed. Well, crush, I crushed. I crushed. Um, I, I crush a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> I mean, in different ways. Yeah, in different ways. Yeah, yeah. Right. Shout out. But hey, I, I like to crush um, um, Inglewood Barbie out. Definitely. She, oh, who's that? Inglewood. So Inglewood Barbie is someone from, um, in the Inglewood community. Um, is she a rapper? Outside. She's not. A, she's not a rapper. She's okay. actually. I want to. Oh, you know what's I don't know what to call her. I want to call her an activist or whatever. Oh. She's an activist, and oh, wow. she um, every day. If I want to say Monday through Friday, um, maybe seven days a week. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but she provides her time, her energy, you know, her efforts, her, her family, her friends, and you know, anybody that wants to help and contribute to feeding the feeding the homeless. That's her. Oh, yeah, that's her. At least, okay. yeah, Follow that's her. her. Yes, definitely push that. That's make dope. That green. Her Instagram yes, name is dope as fuck. It's Inglewood yeah. Barbie, yeah. and we'll leave her handle down in the um, description as well. Yeah, yeah that's so dope. She's, Ooh, she's, she def- cook? she's definitely a, uh, a gym. She's a diner. <laughs> she she's definitely a diner. Yeah, yeah. we see food on here. Yeah. Shout out to you. Yeah. So like, she's definitely doing something great for the community. She's admired. I'm admired by. Her. Actually, I, see, I, that's a good crush. I definitely admire. That's a good crush. You know, just you know, you know. I, I tell, like I said earlier in the podcast, I, I try to put myself in, you know, different situations. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, life is happening, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. where you have children, you, you know, you have family, you know, and she always finds time and energy for those, you know, who are and willing to need. Yeah. And those, yeah. those are the most, the most willing to need. And she's, she's right there day in and day out. And, you know, that's something that, you know, you can only admire from a person. That's, that's super dope. Like yeah. That. yeah, and you know we were I mean? actually talking about wanting to get involved more within the community, yeah, too. Well, so we definitely, definitely need reaching to follow out. Because yeah. if you follow DM, I'm pretty sure she'll get right back at you because yeah. she calls it, uh, I want to say, Club 51. Oh, Club oh I 51. heard yeah. yeah, and, and, and it's lit that. every night. Okay. It's lit. It's definitely lit. There's food uh, provided and stuff like that. <laughs> so definitely, I, I, she more than anybody in Chicago, I feel right now that she she deserves that just just off her time and energy. Okay, dope. That's dope. Ooh, Shout yes. out to you, girl. All right, guys. So we are yeah, going to wrap, it up. wrap it up. Thank, thank you, you so much, Kelvin, thank you. for coming on to the show. Well, I had a lot of fun. This is my first podcast. I felt nervous about y'all. I didn't know if y'all was chill as y'all look. <laughs> we real chill. But, we got to slip the test. Y'all passed the test. Even your feet passed the test. Hey, chill. So, it's, it's, everything was all good. I'm thank y'all. Thank y'all thank for having you. me. Thank you. Thank you for coming. And I even got a mug, y'all. So, hey, you know, hey. shout out to the trifling but gang, true ladies. Gang, you know, gang, it's, gang. it's been fun. <laughs> and like I said, like all, only thing y'all owe me now is more tea in my cup. Oh, yeah, we gonna tee up. Definitely want to say, um, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, y'all. We just put a vlog out. Um, it was get ready. Low. 
It is it's long. long. Grab a snack. Use the bathroom before you sit down. Because <laughs> I got a pee, so. <laughs> no, so yeah, we definitely just did a vlog. Um, it's a Get Ready With Me, and it's reviewing the new movie, Us. So mm. if you can, please feel free. Go check that out. Also, follow us on Instagram at true. And don't forget to leave comments um, so we can discuss this week's or last week's episode. Yep. And like, if you are loving the beautiful host. Hey, that's us. You can follow us on Instagram, too. <laughs> yes. You can um, follow me at Real Asia Monique. You can follow me at Just Jade Alexis. And you can follow me at I Am L'Oreal. And, you and can turn that blue me. button green. Yeah, you too, shit. Well, my Instagram is Kelvin Hayden at Gmail. Hey. Email me. <laughs> He leaving his email. Right. I know that. <laughs> Business <laughs> inquiries only. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode, our very first guest, and hopefully we'll have more. And Kelvin, if you want to come back, you are more than welcome. Yeah, Let's absolutely. do this every week, man. Let's do it. Shit. I, feel like, I feel that good. Let's you do know, it. The tea was that good. You the tea know, was that good. We gonna have the tea hot next time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna tea you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, until next time, guys. Thanks for tuning See in. See you next Thursday.